0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Oh, I didn't say praise the Lord, somebody, I said everybody. Amen. amen, amen. I am so glad to be in your presence today. You know, uh, very interesting dilemma that we're dealing with. You know, when I came in here, a uh, lady I said, oh, you must be our new pastor, welcome. Amen. I didn't have the heart to tell her I'm not. Just a humble conference worker, amen? Then, of course, I sit here with our dear Elder Sarah, and I said, Elder Sarah, you know, a lot of people are here expecting to meet their new pastor. And I'm going to say something to you. I'm going to say something. Unfortunately, due to unseen issues that arose, our pastoral candidate, he's not here today. And I gotta tell you something. I feel so bad for some of you that came here today to hear your first candidate. And I feel so bad that I just feel obligated to just give some time for some of you that came to see that new candidate. Maybe since you're so disappointed and you just wanna just, just leave and go home, I'm gonna give you some time to do that at this time. Okay, I'm glad you didn't leave. Amen. <laughs> oh, I pray, I pray, Lord, don't let him walk out. But I just want you to know, I want you to know, and I want you, I, I, I do apologize for the inconvenience. Oh, Sam, thank you, Sam. He, he, he knows Pastor Ronald, he likes to roam a little bit. Thank you, thank you, Sam. Hey, Amen. I love Sam, his sister, and, and uh, let's see, Jonathan, there's a few other NDAA uh, students here that I, I, I'm so glad they're here and I get to see them when I'm at NDAA on, uh, on, on Wednesdays, along with some of the staff here. So, again, we love, it's a pleasure to be a part of God's school there at NDAA, amen? Yeah. I know Garland is God's school also, amen? Yeah. I understand that, but after eighth grade, then it's. Or after seventh grade, amen? Or after sixth grade, sixth tenth grade. grade have mercy, have mercy. Hey, we're all God's schools, amen? Anything that has. Adventist attached to it. That's that's, that's God's school. But my point is this. I do apologize for the inconvenience, for the disappointment that occurred today. However, I want to reassure you that April 16th, by God's grace, you're going to meet the next candidate. Amen? Amen. And my hope and prayer is that everybody that's here today, plus a few extra, will come back out to meet that candidate on April 16th. April 16th, now, we believe, we believe that we're gonna have another high day, we're gonna have a spirit-filled day when we get to meet that candidate. So again, please remember April 16th. Now, before I pray, I just wanna let you know That uh, the last time I was here, four or five months ago, my sermon title, if you remember it, was Trust the Process. You remember that, church? Oh, yeah, somebody remembers. However, my sermon title today is Relax During the Process. Relax during the process. And the reason is for those of you that are feeling that the conference is taking too long to get you a pastor, I say to you, relax during the process. For those of you that are questioning if the conference really knows what they are doing, I say to you, relax during the process. And just in case some of you are wondering if your church board knows what they're doing, once again I say, relax relax. during the process. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I... I ask that you continue to pray and have patience and know that we're just not sitting around twiddling our thumbs. Just know that you all think the conference is in charge of this process. I keep telling you, God is in charge of this process. God knows who that pastor is going to be. God knows when. Someone say when. God knows when that pastor is going to be appointed for this wonderful church. So, again, please continue to keep this process in prayer. Amen? Amen. Father in heaven. Father in heaven, Lord, we just thank you today. Thank you for the privilege of allowing me to share with your people. But not just share with your people, but even go through the ups and downs together with this wonderful church family. Lord, I believe that even though there could be some disappointment, the truth is, it can't be that great of a disappointment because Lord, you're still on the throne. Lord, you still reign, and Lord, you're still sovereign. Lord, hide me behind the cross so again, Lord, they'll hear you speaking and not me. In Jesus' name, let everybody say, Amen. amen, amen. It was about two and a half years ago when uh, my wife and I, Lita, we, along with about, I don't know, 40, 50 other pastors and their spouses, we went to uh, Israel for a trip. And, um, oh man, it was awesome. We saw so many sites. We learned so much while we were there. But as I think about that 10-day trip, I would say that one of the highlights that I enjoyed was our first Sabbath. On the Sea of Galilee it was truly all that you see it was clear skies that Sabbath two and a half years ago it was about it was about 70 degrees and 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 it was breezy or a light breeze and the water was calm and peaceful as we enjoyed our boat ride on the Sea of Galilee I can imagine In our scripture today, found in Mark chapter 4, that this may have been what it looked like for Jesus and the disciples and all of the hundreds, yea, thousands of people that were with him. Turn with me to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Turn with me to Mark chapter 4. I'm going to read in your hearing verses 35 through 41. Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, it's verses 35 through 41. If you have it, say amen. amen. Oh, that means you have it. Praise God. The Bible says, that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. So again, here we have Jesus. The Bible seems to paint a picture that there were so many People listening to him preach that he was actually had to stand on the boat just a little bit from the shore so that the crowd could just press as close as they could to hear Jesus speak. And I believe as Jesus is speaking speaking to this large crowd, uh, if you go earlier in Mark chapter four, you'll you'll discover that Jesus he taught about the parable of the sower. He taught about the candle under the bushel and and the coming harvest and and, and the mustard seed. I believe the disciples, they saw Jesus heal the lame and and give sight to the blind. I know Mark doesn't tell us in this particular uh, passage, but but we know that there there were miracles and there was healing that was going on at that time. You see, I, I, I believe that the disciples observed and listened to Jesus' many conversations with hundreds, maybe thousands of people that came to Jesus. But Christian friends, I want to uh, let you know that even though the disciples were a part of Jesus' process, one thing I believe that not only the disciples learned, and of course Jesus already knew, but I, 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 I just came here to tell you that when, 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 when you are a part of the process, when, when you are told or asked to relax during the process, always be mindful that being a part of a process or even relaxing in the process is important because as you are a part of the process... If you're not careful it could wear you out that's what happened to the disciples that's what happened to Jesus they had spent literally hours on the seashore on the seaside uh, 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 talking and sharing to the point where they got tired and that's why Jesus said finally hey let's go to the other side disciples and before Jesus could finish And start another sentence the disciples had already pushed the boat out into the sea amen again Jesus he was preaching he was teaching and 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 he he needed some time to rest and I can imagine as Jesus is is on that boat uh, 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 he's resting his disciples are resting and and I can only imagine how some of you who are involved in the garland process of ministry I'm wondering if we have some tired Christians in here today you know tired Christians that 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 are leaders and not one or two but three ministries not just tired from working in the ministries but you're tired because well like the lady said she still has a home to minister in many of us we have a spouse and and we have children not to mention we we us brothers we we have to-do lists some people call it honey-do lists amen when you marry 28 years you just say chore list amen it used to be honey-do list the first 15 years amen (laughs) my wife's not here today amen (laughs) it's a chore list Dave, I need this done and that done. But again, you minister, you're you're working, and and then to top it off, travel to and from work. Dealing with our boss or bosses at our jobs. Bosses that don't know the Lord like we do, amen? Bosses and, and coworkers that the enemy uses not just to tempt us, but to take us down. We're talking about being tired talking about being exhausted because the one thing we didn't talk about is we still need to make time for ourselves what we're learning in this pandemic is many of us have been so engrossed in what we call this pandemic that our what do they say our mental illness or or, or mental health is suffering and some people it's turning into mental health depression generalized anxiety disorders. And then for some, it's, it's, it's turning in a way where how they used to be before the pandemic, now they got attitudes that were worse than before the pandemic. Someone say amen. So again, what's happening here is Jesus, he and the disciples, they're on the boat. And here's what's interesting because the Bible seems to paint a picture that it wasn't long when they were on the boat, Jesus and the disciples on the boat resting, that all of a sudden a storm occurred. So again, when you're talking about relaxing during a process, always know that if you're a part of God's process, and yes, you want to relax during that process, but always know that you will experience storms. No matter come what may, if you are part of God's process the enemy is going to send storms your way notice again what it says here in God's word turn with me again Mark chapter 4 it says verse 37 it says a furious storm came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? So again, we have the disciples. Now this is interesting church because The disciples they obeyed jesus got in the boat with jesus but yet the storm came the disciples were just minding their business sailing in the boat with jesus but the storm came the disciples were were in the center of jesus will doing the right thing and yet the storm came christian friends again i just want to reiterate that all in God's Word, when you're talking about the Bible superheroes, uh, Bible heroes, uh, uh, it's the same thing. If you remember, look at Joseph. He was relaxing in the process as he was just checking out his brothers. Next thing you know, he was sold into human trafficking. Amen. David was relaxing in the process of doing his job and just playing the harp for King Saul. And not only did he have to dodge one spear, but but it was two spears. And then he was on on the run for his life. One day, Daniel is relaxing in prayer. You know, like the Garland Church. Prayer ministry. That's what Daniel was all about. He loved this church to be a candidate because of prayer and the belief of prayer in this in this church but also understand with Daniel he's in the process part of the process praying and the next thing he knows he's in a den full of lions you see when we think about this COVID-19 storm I think we all have to admit that there were times or there have been times when we were planning summer vacations and, and, and then the COVID storm came around and there was no more travel. If you remember, there were many of us that, or many people that were employed. Then when the COVID storm hit, many people lost their jobs. Individuals, both young and old, They saw their health decline. Yes, millions of people had the disease, and many of us that had it, you notice our our, our health is just not quite as good as what it was before we got COVID. Then, of course, almost a million people just here in America have died from that COVID storm, and it has caused many people all over the world to question what is going on. Christian friends, I'm here to tell you today, Matthew 28, verse 20 says, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you even until the end of the age. Brother's telling us that. Matthew's telling us that, look, no matter come what may, no matter what we're going through, Jesus, he is with us. Notice Hebrews, says, 13, 5, it says, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have for he has said i will never what leave you nor forsake you what a precious promise and one of my favorite is in romans 8 verse 38 and 39 it says for i am sure that neither death nor life angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes, friends. Yes, friends. My Jesus is with us before the storm. Jesus is with us while we're in the storm. And also Jesus is with us getting through the storm. What do you say, church? Jesus. But 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 friends, here's the issue though. Even though that's a true statement, I want to also say something, another point to you because sometimes relaxing during the process literally means relax. That's a tough one for a lot of us because we're so used to getting stuff done and we're always on the run and we're always and in the hustle and the bustle and the rat race and we have so many a- assignments in school our young people and of course parents we we we're, we're doing extra hours to, to make sure we can cover all of our bills and and many of us are are trying to add another zero to our bank accounts oh y'all trying to get quiet <laughs> all y'all not worried about paying your bills amen i already know many is Ronalds. I, Hey, the crisis that's coming, we see it coming. We, we, we got to have that nest egg. And What has happened is so many, they get so stressed trying to accumulate extra or many are so worn out trying to just make ends meet that they're literally not even relaxing even though that's what Jesus really modeled for us today. You see in verse 38, In verse 38, it says, when they came, uh uh-oh, wrong one. Verse 38, it says, Jesus was in the stern or on the boat sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? So again, here we have, they're on the boat. They've been on the battlefield for the Lord. They've been doing God's work. They've been living the right life. They've been, they've been coming to church during the pandemic. And, and they've, been, they've been giving a faithful tithe and offering. And, 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 and they've been trying to live right. And, and, and they they reading their Sabbath school lesson, brother teacher. And, and they were just doing all the things they're supposed to do. Going to church on Sabbath. And yet the storm came. But then what made it even worse is their master... Their Lord and their savior. He sleep. He sleep. And it's interesting because when you think about what's going on, you have these two, these, fishermen. These were experienced fishermen. These weren't guys like us, where, you know, if 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 we were to get on a boat and you know, we'd be all, we're not panicking, but you know, oh, hey, you know, we'd be really stressed out because we're not fishermen now. But these were guys that this was part of their trade. Some of these guys were second, third generation sailors. And the Bible seemed to paint a picture that the storm was worse than they had ever experienced. It was a storm that initially they thought they could handle it. But the more they try, the more they work to figure it out on their own, the more that they try to to take care of this dilemma on their own, the worse it got for them. And Christian friends, I just want to stop and say, I think this is a part that I need to focus on with our Christian walk some of us were so engrossed in our addictions that and then we we try our best to stop or we we try our best to give more will power and the more we try the more we do that addiction now i understand we're at garland seventh adventist church and you, you all are all saved sanctified and filled with the holy ghost amen? amen oh see now you're trying to act all proper on me amen so let me just focus on me. Let me talk about David Runnels. How about that? Because people seem to be in joy when you, when you bash yourself than others. Amen? Yeah. Or when you talk about your sin condition compared to other sin condition. Well, let me tell you right now, Christian friends, this Christian walk that we have. And this battle that all of us have with sin, make no mistake about it. I don't care if you're, 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 you're president of GC or you're, you're the janitor of, of, of a church or whatever in between. The bottom line is this. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. What do you say? Amen. And were it not for the goodness of Christ, you and I would have no hope at all. That was the purpose of his life his death, and his resurrection. And you know what happened when Jesus went to heaven. He left, he brought and left with us his comforter, his Holy Spirit. Christian friends, all the good of your that, that God has done through you, you, you do realize it's the Holy Spirit working in you, amen? Some people might think it's them, but it's really not. It's the Holy Spirit working in you. Praise God. God, despite our struggles, the Holy Spirit is faithful. Holy Spirit is consistent to continue walking with us and talking with us and leading us each and every day. What do you say? Christian friends, as good as that might sound and as true as that is, truth is, Jesus was asleep. Jesus, the Son of God, was asleep. Not only was he asleep, but 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 it it it, it brings back to some people that wonder well it, well is, is 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 Jesus still asleep? In other words, somebody's marriage is struggling right now, and, and I, I is Jesus asleep? Russia is invading Ukraine as we speak killing so many people is Jesus asleep social injustice not just in our country but in our world is Jesus asleep death illness of a loved one our dad our parents Jesus when are you gonna heal my family Jesus are you asleep I just want you to know Christian friends Jesus was asleep but that was his humanity I'm sorry yeah that was his humanity but always know Jesus never sleeps in his divinity amen I think the songwriter says he never sleeps he never slumbers he watches me and you both day and night that's the God we serve it might seem that he's asleep But the truth is, when it comes to Jesus or when it comes to God answering our prayers, technically, we don't even have the right to demand when he blesses us. It's only by God's grace that we can come boldly before the throne with our concern. We really don't even deserve to even be able to communicate with him. That's an all-power, mighty God. But he still says, my son, my daughter, give me your heart. Bring your cares, bring your worries, bring your stress to me. I love that about God because he says, look, I already know what you need, but I want you to know who's going to take care of your need. So I need you to talk to me and that'll help grow our relationship. That's what storms are really all about, church. Even though we don't like it, that's what it's really all about. So again, we have these gentlemen, they're... they're, they're, they're they're panicking they're worried and i i i I just want to say to you what i i i think if 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 we could see those guys or they could if we had been around them i i wish i could have said to them you know fear not that's isaiah 41 10 for i am with you be not dismayed for i am god or i wish i could have shared with them or we could have shared with those disciples do not be anxious but in every situation Pray with thanksgiving and present your requests to God. Or or Psalms 23 in in my version. Yea, though I walk through a hazardous and violent storm. Amen. I will fear no evil because God is there. Christian friends, it's the same with us. It's easy to tell the disciples. Yeah, come on. Y'all should have known better. But I dare say how many of us in that same situation when prayers aren't answered when and how we ask it to be you know as I was thinking about this you ever wonder you ever wonder what the disciples really wanted Jesus to do think about it Jesus we're in a major storm we need your help don't you care that we're about to die? What did they really want? Now, we know what Jesus did, but what were the disciples expecting Jesus to do? Were, were they wanting Jesus to miraculously guide that boat back to land safely? Maybe since the disciples were, were, were on the boat with no light, maybe they wanted Jesus just to get a torch so that they could, you know, maybe get the rescue ship to come and save them or other boats to come out and rescue them. Or, or maybe, maybe they, they, they were hoping that, you know, Jesus would, would just, you know, help that boat sail to safety. And even though the Bible doesn't say what those disciples were expecting, we know the rest of the story. Jesus, when he answered their prayer, he went far beyond the call of duty. Because again, in verse 39, in verse 40, notice what it says, it says, Jesus got up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waters, quiet, be still. In Another version, peace, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. And he said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? You see, just before that boat was about to sink, Jesus got up and again, all he says is just a few words. Be still, be quiet. Then instantly it was calm. But Christian friends, I want you just to think with me for a minute. Is it possible that Jesus had so much power from God at that moment that he not only calmed the wind and the waves, but Jesus also shut up Satan? You see, in Mark chapter 1, verse 25, you can check that out, but Jesus, when he drove out the impure spirit on the Sabbath while teaching in the synagogue, he used the exact same words that he used to calm this storm. You see, Jesus knew that behind many disasters, such as earthquakes, famines, floods, droughts, tornadoes, many times Satan is behind these attacks. But Jesus, what he did is basically said, look, I not only control the the, the weather or nature, but I'm controlling the enemy who's trying to cause a ruckus or cause a mess to my disciples. And instantly, God shut both of them down, amen? Amen. But here's where I wanna focus on, and then we're gonna wrap things up because this is the most important part. Because the Bible says in verses 40, verse 41, and 41, he says, again, my disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And they were terrified and asked Jesus, or asked each other, what or who is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. I had to park it here, Elder Stewart, because I got to admit, this, Jesus, and, and I'm saying this with all due respect, but I felt like, why would Jesus ask that question? Why are you so scared? You see, it's not strange for men to be afraid of their lives, or isn't it not it's not strange or weird to be fearful when you're in harm's way? But 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 because again, just a moment earlier, the, the 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 winds and the waves were all tossing to and fro, and. They were about to drown. And yet Jesus still says, why are you afraid? And before the, any of the disciples, which probably would have been Peter, amen, before any of those disciples could even answer the question, he asks another question. Do you still have no faith? And This is why I believe people become so fearful. We focus more on fear. Than faith you see faith is the answer to fear this is the first lesson which comes to us out of this innocent conversation and that is or this incident that is faith always is the answer to fear regardless of what the issue is faith is the action or faith is the answer to fear so safety for your children parents Have you no faith? If so, then why do we fear? Getting the right pastor, Garland, where's your faith? Are you focusing on the fear more than the faith? And some of us, I know we're seven Adventist Christians, but there's some of us right now, they're still in fear about their salvation. There's so much focus on the fear that God can't even instill the faith to give them security in what Jesus has already done. And in God's word, there's a clear answer to that question. Am I gonna be saved? When Jesus comes, am I gonna be ready? But again, so many focus on the fear that they neglect the faith. Christian friends, that's still something we're dealing with right now. So many people. I, I have people calling the conference. You know, what are we gonna do about Ukraine? You, you know what prophecy says and you, you oh, stop sister or stop brother. Stop. I don't want you to take me, Reynolds, to where you're at. Fearful. We could talk about prophecy. Let's talk about it. Prophecy was never intended to cause fear. Prophecy was intended to bring assurance. It's kind of like watching a a basketball game. You know, you already know who won if you rewind what was recorded. You already know who won. And some people, what happens is, oh, but, but, Pastor, what, what if, what if this happens, or, or what if the state does this, or what? Okay, then we have faith, not fear, in what God will do for His people. That's what this story is trying to tell us. Because again, as as I get ready to close, the boat won't sink if you have Jesus with you. The storm won't last when you have Jesus in you. And even if the storm is longer than you want it to be, you will not be taken out because you have Jesus with you. Christian friends, understand this. You know, we love getting on these disciples when they so many times they, they just they just fail. So many times they just fall short. And 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 what happens is it's easy to point fingers at those gentlemen, but I want to ask you: how's your faith compared to your fear for what's coming up in the near future? Christian friends, this could be our last year on earth. Some of y'all getting nervous already, eh, amen? Look at you. What you nervous, we just started saying, don't get nervous because the faith part is if life doesn't last after 2022, the good news is because we're in Christ, because he has made a way because we've accepted and by God's grace we're living by the power of the Holy Spirit according to his perfect will we will be safe it's not a time to and I know we live in Texas but you know people still buying extra guns and, and ammunition and okay let me leave that alone I forget we're in Texas and I'm not bashing that what I'm bashing is people really think well I got this I got this compound in the country, and, and if they come after me, oh, they're gonna get a a, a, a body full of bullets. <laughs> That's your defense. That's your defense. When I look at what these guys are doing now, they're not even going to your house, they'll just bomb it. You and all that ammunition, all those 50-60 guns some of us have, amen. See, I can talk Rodney because my wife, she hacks the gun, not me, amen. <laughs> She does all the gun training. Oh, look at my little boat, uh, bo- uh, uh, um, uh, uh, my, little, my little chart that I shot. That's my wife. Just, just make sure it's that chart you're shooting at. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> what I'm saying, church, is God is faithful and just to keep us safe during the storm, He is faithful and just to get us through this process as we get ready for the next pastor, amen. amen. You know what the technically what I believe those disciples should have done is when they were in that storm, true faith would have said, you know what? Jesus is here, he's resting. I think I'm just going to rest right next to him. Ah. You know all that water's in your face and the boat's going under and coming back up because Jesus in the vessel. You can smile at the storm, amen. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe that's what Jesus wished had happened. I know if Jesus he would have been so pleased and, and and I also believe that if if since Jesus in the vessel or in the boat with them, all they have to do is say, "Hey Jesus, Um, You did tell us to get to the other side and, can you just knock this out right quick? And they just sit and just relax and wait for Jesus to do his job. Christian friends, he's saying the same to us. How many of us have sleepless nights worried about our children? How many of us have had sleepless nights worried? worried about what cnn and fox and msnbc is saying about our future of this world or this country how many of us are still in turmoil because because of the past trauma or the past experiences that happened with their parents or happened with their family when they were young teenagers God is telling you the same thing like he t- Jesus is telling you the same thing like he told those disciples. What are you afraid of? What are you stressed about? Don't you have faith in me? And I pray that question will always be in your heart each and every day you live. Not to be so stressed out about the fear, but to focus on the faith the faith that we have in Christ and he alone and Christian friends it is a battle it, it, it can get rocky and shaky and nerve-wracking but like the songwriter says the battle it's not yours it's the Lord's amen, amen. 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 Hello, hello hello yes amen
1: We're going to sing our appeal song. It says, don't be discouraged. Joy comes in the morning. Know that God is nigh. Stand still and look up. God is going to show up. He is standing by. There's healing for your sorrow, healing for your pain, Healing for from this for the sin sick and their shelter from the rain. Lord, send a healing for this we know there is a balm in Gilead to save the soul.
2: Don't, Don't be discouraged. Joy comes in the morning.
1: Know that God is nigh. Stand still and look up. Stand still and look up. God is going to show up. God is going to show up. He is standing by.
2: He is standing by.
1: There's healing for your sorrow. There's healing for your sorrow. Healing for your pain. Shelter from the rain shout shelter from the rain Lord send a healing Lord send a healing for this we know for this we know.
2: Healing
1: for your spirit. There's shelter from the rain. There's shelter from the rain. Lord, send a healing. Lord, send a healing. For this we know. Bomb. There is a bomb There is a bomb. One more time. Let's sing it together. There is. There is a bomb in Gilead
2: to heal the soul.
0: the praise team is singing just quietly I just want to have a quick appeal because Christian friends we're not trying to stress fear we came here today to stress faith but the faith is not in you it's not in how smart you are how 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 handsome you are beautiful you are it's faith in Christ and he alone I have a general appeal general appeal to tell God and I I I I I I I'm, 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 I'm going to focus on these three issues because here at the there at the conference office when, when I get phone calls when I pray for people there's three issues that I hear God's people calling about Number 1 is safety safety in Texas or safety in this country safety in this world But also the other issue is a uh, 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 safety for or protection for their family. Yes, they're concerned what's going on in Ukraine or yes, they're concerned with all the violence in Africa or in other parts of the world, but they're also concerned about the safety and protection of their family. But last but not least, I'm praying quite often about people feeling safe and secure in their salvation. today is this Lord sometimes I'm guilty of focusing on the fear for protection of my kids or, or or safety in this country and of course my salvation but by the power of the Holy Spirit I'm praying that you give me the faith And keep me with that mindset of accepting Christ each and every day with the focus of living for him each and every day. If you'd like to tell God that today to help you not to focus and dwell on the fear, but on the faith, that everything is going to work out because Jesus, he's in the boat with us. If you'd like to join me in standing for that general appeal. Thank you. Praise the Lord.
2: Healing for your soul.
0: Healing for here we go. Your
2: soul.
0: Father in heaven. Lord, thank you for having your Holy Spirit in our worship today. Lord, we there's no goodness or fame or Or greatness of us it's only because Lord what you do and continue to do in us and through us that Lord we can stand here thanking you for all your goodness to us and Lord I pray like our singers just sung from the depths of their heart by faith they know they're telling us to remember there's healing There's protection. There's safety. Not just for us. Not just for this world, but Lord, even for our salvation. And Lord, we're coming to you first to say thank you. Thank you for your undeserved protection. Thank you for your undeserved mercy and grace. Thank you for your undeserved salvation. Lord, you did not do all that you've done just for us to bathe and enjoy it, but to share with others the good news of what Jesus means to us and what Jesus has done for us. Lord, time is winding up, so keep us because we cannot keep ourselves. Lord, more importantly, while you bless us with life, let us use it not for our own good but to be led and guided in whichever path or whichever direction you send us but Lord today we're just saying keep the fear out of us, instead infuse us more and more with the faith of knowing that all will work out for the good because you're with us in Jesus name Let all God's children say, amen, amen. 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 Please, please be seated.